Swansea City and Cardiff City faced off in the first South Wales derby of the season with plenty on the line for both clubs in the Sky Bear Championship at the Swansea Don Cobb Stadium. Both teams are languishing at the wrong end of the table, separated by only a goal difference after 11 games. Cardiff was winless in their last five fixtures and their bad run of form continued as they were goaled down in just 29 minutes through Jamie Pedersen. They held on until the end of the half, but soon found themselves in further trouble just on the 60th mark as Patterson turned provider for Jules Piro to get onto the score sheet with one of the easiest he will ever score. It was game, set and match in the 74th minute when Jake Bidwell increased the lead to three, piling further pressure on coach Nick McCarthy as he lost his sixth match in a row. Swansea City claimed breaking rights with a 3-0 victory. Fulham had a good day at the office with a comfortable win over Queen's Park Rangers. There were also wins for Sheffield United and Huddersfield. The other big winners were Swansea City, who scored three without reply from Cardiff City. Bournemouth maintained their stranglehold at the top of the table, three points ahead of West Bromwich Albion, with Fulham and Coventry tied on 23 points. Things are not looking too good for Derby County, who are languishing at the bottom with only three wins in 12 matches. Out to climb up to third on the DSTV Premiership log, Stellenbosch FC had their sights focused on victory at the Dobsonville Stadium against league strugglers Swallows, with coach Brendan Truter back on the touchline. After a cagey opening 40 minutes, with neither side able to create any meaningful chances, leaving both coaches frustrated, the Dubai Birds pressed the Stellenbosch defence with minutes remaining of the half. Static defending allowed Rezaik Khamaldin to tap in the opener. The travellers weren't prepared to head into the dressing room trailing as Stanley Dungamba turned on the style to feed in Dino van Rooyen, who restored parity for Stellenbosch. Swallows had the early chance to snatch the lead for the second time in the encounter with Stern defending needed to force Mwapi Musonda to blast the ball way off goal. The door was kept shut on the team from the Winelands as it was Swallows who kept knocking on the door during the dying embers of the match with Kajiso Malinga forcing Sage Stevens into a superb diving save to keep matters level. By the final whistle, the save was a crucial one with both teams walking away with a solitary point, Stellenbosch keeping their unbeaten run to the season intact. Results from match day 7 in the DSTV Premiership, Supersport United kept their unbeaten start to the season intact while Kaiser Chiefs earned a vital 4-1 victory over Chippy United and it was a one-all draw between Stellenbosch and Swallows. Pamelody Sundowns continue to lead the way in the DSTV Premiership standings. They are closely followed though by Supersport United with Stellenbosch and Royal AM rounding off the top four. TS Galaxy and Maruma Gallants are still searching for their first wins of the Premiership season, while Amazulu occupy ninth spot with just one win to their name. There's midweek DSTV Premiership action for you to enjoy in your world of champions. Amazulu are away to relegation threatened TS Galaxy, while log leaders Mamaluri Sundowns take on Golden Arrows and Marisburg United welcome Orlando Pirates to their home ground.
even in fairly benign weather conditions, Valderrama is a challenge, and it proved to be that. A dramatic final day of the Estrella Dam Andalucía Masters from the 1997 Ryder Cup venue. Laurie Cantor took a three-shot lead into Sunday, hunting a first European Tour win. Started with four pars, hit a beauty into the fifth. Very nearly an eagle, too. He made birdie there, but that was his only birdie of the day. And in the end, he shot a round of 76 to finish in a share of fourth place. What a start from Sweden, Sebastian Soderberg. He's been struggling all season, but that was for Eagle. He was four under through the first four holes, and he was a couple clear standing on the 17th tee. But then this. Lost it into the trees, into the bushes on the right. That cost him a double bogey. He dropped a shot at the last for good measure as well, and he had to settle for a share of second place. And that was alongside this man, Min Woo Lee of Australia, already a winner, a Rolex Series winner this season. He won at the Aberdeen Scottish Open and rolled that one nicely at the fourth. Min Woo rounding uh, 70, and as I say, in a share of second place. Matt Fitzpatrick holding out for par at the fifth. He talked about the importance of patience this week. He displayed that with 15 straight pars before this. A birdie at 16, and with Soderberg unfolding ahead on the 17th, that gave the Englishman the lead. And then at 18, Fapar. And a three-shot victory, and a seventh European Tour title at the age of 27. Wonderful stuff from Matt Fitzpatrick, who goes shooting up the race to Dubai into the top five, courtesy of that victory. And his name goes on the Estrella Dam Andalusia Masters Trophy. The European Tour remains in Spain for the Mallorca Golf Open. Make sure you watch the drama unfold on Supersport Golf. After an impressive first two rounds of 67 and 68, Spaniard Miguel Angel Jimenez headed into the final round of the PGA SAS Championship with a share of the lead on nine under par. The pressure was put on Jimenez in the opening few holes after a bogey on the par three third, but a trio of birdies on five, six and seven saw the Spaniard regain his lead ahead of the back nine. Elsewhere, American Lee Janssen was on the charge when he shot a final round that included six birdies to put himself on 12 under par and into a playoff hole with Jimenez. Into the sudden death, the pair headed where Jimenez's normally consistent hitting off the tee let him down as he could only watch his drive sail into the bunker. In response, Janssen held his composure to give himself a couple of putts to win and he only ever needed one though after a fantastic shot saw him birdieing the playoff hole and to take the win by a single shot. After a convincing win in race one, Toprak Razgatlioglu headed into the second race in Argentina looking to extend his lead in the championship over second place Jonathan Ray. The Yamaha riders started at the front of the grid after winning a dramatic Super Bowl race from Scott Redding and the Turk got the race off to a good start, managing to keep the attacking Reading and Ray at bay for the first few laps. 
With 12 laps to go, a rare mistake from the championship leader saw him run wide and open the door for Reading to take the lead. Remember, there are some other riders in this race. Bassani fourth, Vandermark fifth, Rinaldi sixth, Locatelli seventh. Forget about them. Razgatlioglu is picked off by Scott Reading. He charges through in towards turn seven. And now this is his opportunity to unleash the power of Bologna down the back straight in towards turn eight. The Brit looked a class above the pair behind him and immediately started opening up a gap to the chasing pack. After appearing to be struggling for pace, Raz Gatlioglu was forced to give up his position to Ray, who outdragged the Yamaha down the pit straight to take second place. Up at the front, meanwhile, Scott Redding was fully in the zone and crossed the finish line comfortably in front to take his first win since race one of round nine of the 2021 Superbike season. Scott Redding wins race two of the 2021 Motul Argentinian round, his first victory since race one of the Catalunya round, round nine of this 12 so far completed rounds this season. Sensational performance from Redding, have to do it the hard way, passing the top two men in the world championship. It's Jonathan Ray who takes Second. While Jules Cruzel looked to maintain his 100% streak in four races at Circuito San Juan Velicum in Argentina, there was a greater story at play before race two of the 12th round of the World SSP Championship. This being the penultimate round, a maximum of 50 points could still be won in the final round. And with a 52-point lead over Steven Urdendahl in the championship, all Dominic Egerton needed to do was finish higher than the South African. Wurdendahl started from second, Egerter from fifth, with Cruzel on pole. Decent jump again from Chan on Chu. Muscles his way past Stephen Odendahl into the first bend. He's not quite close enough to the tail of Jules Cluzel, although at one stage he's too close. And who's that has gone down? Odendahl. It's Odendahl. Stephen Odendahl has gone down at the first turn of race two. That unfortunately meant the South African would need a miracle if he were to keep the title race alive. He started climbing up the field, but at the same time, Egerter was up to fourth and challenging for a podium spot. Meanwhile, Rafaela de Rossa dropped from seventh place to pushing his bike to the pit lane as he had to retire. Wurdendahl was up to 14th, but he too had to enter the pits, a second crash that effectively ended his championship challenge. Egerter just needed to finish, he did, and managed to secure a podium. It's two out of two, the first ever double for Jules Cluzel. Cluzel wins again in San Juan and for the fourth time. Crossing the line now to officially celebrate becoming 2021 FIM Supersport World Champion, Dominic Egerter. No last lap dramas here in the World SBK Panic as there were for him in the Moto E World Cup. He is World Champion in 2021 and can begin to celebrate. It's fantastic to finish the season in uh... Uh, yeah, the season is not finished, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we uh, finish um, already now with the world champion. Oh, my, I don't know what to say. I'm uh, uh, a little bit out of words, but uh, yeah, it's nice to, to be on the podium and uh, to be world champion. And just to say a big thanks to, to all the 10K team. They make a fantastic job today. The bike was better than yesterday. We was a little bit lucky uh, on the first corner. I hope uh, the other two riders are okay who crash it. And uh, yeah, uh, we had a fantastic season.
Paonos welcomed the crowning of the inaugural electric touring car series winner with Matthias Ekstrom heading into the final race of the season, getting just a fifth place finish to wrap up the title. The Swede, starting in second place, made a disastrous start, colliding with Philip Egg at the first corner and taking significant damage, leaving many doubting if the Swede would be crowned champion by the end of the race. Chief title rival to Ekstrom, Jean-Carl Vernet, took advantage of his rival's crash, soaring to the lead, followed by Augusto Farfus. Vernet, on the home soil, managed to remain ahead of the pack, but the Frenchman's title charge was nullified, with Ekstrom managing to get himself into fifth place. The Swede held on to the position until the checkered flag, Vernet taking the race win in France, but it was Ekstrom who was crowned the inaugural electric touring car series winner. Reigning World Touring Car Cup champion Jan Erlache's lead at the top of the driver's standings was cut down to 20 points after the first race of the day. He was hoping for a much better finish in the second race. There were two Frenchmen in the front row, Jan Muller on pole, Jean-Carl Vernet second on the grid. Erlache found himself down in fifth. Vernet beat his compatriot to the first turn of the race to take the lead straight off the bat. Norie McCallitz was in third place but holding on to it proved difficult with Santiago Urrutia pushing hard behind him. Eventually, the Uruguayan made a clean overtake, with less than four laps left in the race. Erlache wasn't too far behind them, but he struggled to break into the top five. At the business end, Vinay held his nerve, leading from start to finish to claim his second win of the season. Erlache pipped Michalitz to the line by a tenth of a second to seal fifth place. He remains at the summit of the driver's standings, but his lead drops even further now sitting at just 16 points.